Hi, and welcome to episode 22 of Rock Talk for Industrial Components. My name is Bill Martin. I'm Kate Fogelnicki. So Kate, I got a trivia question for you. Yes, you gonna stop me? You're a smart person. You went to MIT. Do you know what a 193 EIO CM C23 is? I would guess. It's a contactor coil module. Like you just told me. (laughs) I'm supposed to know exactly what it does. I was going to guess it was something for an overload because it's a 193. Yeah, that's, that's the only thing I got. Yeah, something, something for an overload. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah it's kind it? of a, a part of uh, today's theme. And speaking of that, what are today's theme, Kate? We are talking about all tangled up improving panel wiring. And uh, this actually came from uh, Shiraz Tanoli. He's a tech support engineer from down under. He's from uh, Victoria, Australia, and he was really kind of today's inspiration for uh, today's topic. And it's, we're talking about crazy panel wiring, right? All tangled up. How, uh, how can we make panel wiring easier? I've, you know, of all my travels throughout the world, I've seen some pretty crazy panels. And for those of you who have been to the uh, WH Martin Brewing Company, if I've showed you my, my brewing system, that's probably not the neatest wiring as, as Is well. Is it up to code, though? Do I have to sure. call somebody, Bill? <laughs> I, I did it myself, so yeah, you, you never know. <laughs> it works. It doesn't kill me yet. So, But yeah, how can we make panel wiring easier and, and cleaner? How can we untangle the, the mess of wires? In fact, that's what that contactor coil module does. It, it eliminates the wires needed to hook up an E300 to a, a contactor. And there we go. That does make sense now that you say it based on that information. Very cool. Who's going to talk to us today? Yeah, today we happen to have an expert on this topic, Nick Court. He is a product manager at Rockwell for NEMA, Factory Assembled Starters, and Bus Bar Solutions. He's based out of our Milwaukee headquarters. And Nick, why don't you tell our audience a little bit about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Happy to be on Rock Talk today, talking about a, a great topic. How do we reduce wiring and, and assembly time here? You know, Nick, you're kind of a unique person. So you've actually were a customer and then you came to Rockwell to be a product manager. Uh, maybe you could explain your, your previous experience to us. Yeah, absolutely. And excited to put that customer hat back on here. So I was a controls engineer for, for a number of years. Um, I started out in a paper plant. That was my, my internship. And then I was transitioning to kind of the material handling and logistics space. So I had a hand in designing the control panel, writing the PLC code, and then following that equipment out into the field and commissioning it. So a lot of experience with messy panels. Excellent. And Kate, Nick actually went to one of the good engineering schools in uh, Wisconsin, the same school my daughter's going to, which is uh, University of Wisconsin, Platteville. So he's a Giving my daughter a lot of good tips and tricks of what to do in Platteville. I bet it's uh, nice and warm up there in Platteville. <laughs> no, they actually just oh, yeah, six inches of snow. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Nick, do you want to tell us what a panel designer can do to improve the wiring panels? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm here to talk today a little bit about bus bar systems that can kind of clean up your panel architecture. So we're going to focus specifically on motor control and protection. So we think about starting our panel design with incoming power into the panel. And then typically you're going to land on a backup short circuit current device and then work your way into some power distribution and then go to all of your 
different loads inside the panel. We're going to start at the top of a, a top of a motor starter. So we have something called a, a comb bus bar. Bill, did you comb your hair this morning? No, thank God we're not on camera today. So I know, yeah, you can't see, but he's showing us a comb bus bar. So what that does is it connects the line side of your your circuit breaker, your fuse block, and connects a bunch of them in series there. So you you bring in your circuit to one side of this comb bus bar, and it'll hook up all of them together. So imagine you can do this to up to five in series with just a simple comb bus bar. It's an accessory and you save about six minutes of wire when you do that. So you think about opening up your set of drawings, reading off where the wire is going, putting the, the wire label onto the wire, and then finally landing and torquing that to the right spec. This will connect up all of your circuit breakers kind of uh, together and <laughs> save you a whole bunch of wiring. So really, that's what, uh, 15 or 15 wires, right? Three... <laughs> Actually, maybe double, right? Because you got to double loop it. So, so 30 wires. And that's going to save you a lot of wire management. It'll save you s some space. And, you know, back when I was designing control cabinets, you know, you, you always got a little bit of, uh, let's say, feedback from the electricians. You know, they'll, they'll let you know if you didn't give enough space for, for them to do their, their wire bends or if they don't like your design, they'll let you know. This is something that electricians are going to love because it's going to save them time. Yeah, no stripping a wire, right? No stripping, no crimping, no no labeling. You just put on this comb style bus bar and torque it down, right? Nice and simple. Yeah. So the next kind of bus bar I want to talk about is so we've got the line covered into the the motor control and protection device. So that'll hook up to your circuit breaker. Then we have another connection module that goes from your circuit breaker to your contactor. So that'll save you six connections there. A cool benefit of that is now you can put your circuit breaker and contactor in the same spot. So when you're out in the field troubleshooting this panel, you don't have your circuit breaker in one area of the panel and your contactor in another. It's going to be very obvious what goes to what, and it's going to make troubleshooting and commissioning that much easier. Yeah. So, you know, which motor protection circuit breaker is controlling which or protecting which contactor. They're not scattered all over right next to each other. Yeah, Absolutely. Rockwell has all kinds of accessories to kind of simplify the wiring of reversing, non-reversing motor starter, um, you know, single starters in your panel. This will save you connections to the line side. It'll save you the connections from the, the breaker to the contactor. We also have bus bar systems that are a little bit different than the comb style. They will kind of manage the power distribution for not only your motor starters, but for the rest of the, the devices inside of your panel. So. You can go to motor starters, you can go to drives, you can go to power supplies, anything that might get power in that panel. And those are in uh, Bulletin 141A. The one that I want to introduce first is brand new as of this summer. It's called the Crossboard. Kate, I think you might, you might have heard of Crossboard before. Yeah, technically I launched that. You, Some of you may remember if you listen, if you're a, a Rockwell distributor if you, or a domain expert. If you listen to our components call, I, I actually launched it. Not that I really know a whole lot about it, but I do know that it's positioned below like a full MCC, but it's like when you want to have a little bit more modularity and ease of connections and reduction in wiring. 
compared to traditional wiring. And I know it uses no special tools. Oh, yeah. It's it's super wow. slick. You must have so... listened to the call, Kate. <laughs> I must have been doing email. Yeah. <laughs> what is crossboard, Nick? That sounds cool. Yeah. So, so imagine for you PLC people out there, imagine you have a control logics slot for starters. The starters can click, and I'm going to give you an audio cue, click in and out of the crossboard. So basically, you, you buy what's called a base unit, and this is going to where you're going to land the power from your backup short circuit protective device, and it's going to power three buses that will provide power to any device that you put on the crossboard. It's super easy to use. It bounces right on gin rail. It's completely touch safe, so you can pull it out of the box put it in your panel and you can start just slapping the starters on there. It saves you the wiring to the line side of the motor. And then another cool feature of the crossboard versus say the comb bus bar is that you can pull off starters individually one by one just by using a screwdriver. Oh, that's right. No special tools. So you're removing the whole starter. Whereas with the comb style, you got to unscrew the the column, kind of get out of the way. And then you have to take it off of all of them, right? At the yeah. same time. Oh, yeah. it sounds cool. So you can remove one at a time without uh, interfering with any of the, the others is the benefit. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then the last bus bar system that I wanted to mention today, um, this gets into a little bit higher application current range. So the, the cross board, which is our, our new sort of standard system that can go up to 125 amps. Um, so that could handle quite a few small horsepower starters and even, you know, one or two high horsepower starters or drives. Um, the 141A system, that's been, been around for a while. Um, and that bus bar system is going to hit much higher application current ranges. So you imagine, Bill, you have a bunch of large loads on 140Gs. Uh, this is going to save you a ton of wiring. You can drop your short circuit device right onto the 141 a system so you can feed it directly on the on the bus it really helps out a lot especially when you have large loads with big wires you don't have to worry about those uh those dang uh, band radiuses with your large amperage devices i was gonna say here's a question i've had then why doesn't everybody use bus bar is it just because it's like different that like why why wouldn't everybody right because it's so it's seems like a good way to distribute power and reduce Yeah, abs- absolutely. So with with the old style bus bar, the 141A, there, there is a little bit of setup. You've got to select your three bus bars that are going to power it by the shrouds, um, the supports. So there is a little bit of a learning curve. And, and actually, this system is very, very popular in EMEA. Um, this is probably more of a standard there kind of the goal of the crossboard is to make this a lot more accessible. It's very, very easy. Pull the base out of the box, put it on your gin rail, and you can start nailing components on that thing. That yeah, sounds like you can eliminate really a lot of wires, right? So actually most of your uh, power conductors, it seems like. Yeah, exactly. You're not going to have to go to a power distribution block anymore. You can just go right to your bus system and power all the devices inside your panel. That's right. Taking all your business away, Bill. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Nick. No, <laughs> no, it sounds cool. So you bring in your three three phase incoming power into like the the 140G, uh, a multi case circuit breaker. But that circuit breaker then is mounted onto the cross board, 
distributes all its power across the crossboard. Then you just slap on your pre-assembled motor starters. And then uh, really you just need to bring in your, your motor leads. So it's three wires in and then your motor leads out. Is that pretty much it? Easy as that. It's su super clean. Um, you're not going to have to worry about routing conductors through Panduit, at least power conductors. And uh, yeah, the panels turn out very nice and clean. Another benefit of kind of using these bus solutions, it's going to make not only the design easier, um, it'll make it easier to commission as well because it's going to be very obvious where, where power is going. But we've all had those uh, service calls where you show up to site, you open the panel, and it's just wires everywhere and you don't know spaghetti <laughs> right yeah so end users really like these these bus bar solutions because it, it just cleans up their panels and long term you know you get maintenance guys inside your panel making changes stuff like that it's it's very adaptable and you're not going to end up with conductors running everywhere and, and question marks once you get somebody in to maintain your equipment during like a downtime event Got it. So, so what kind of a uh, motor starter or motor control solutions does the crossboard support? Right now we have what's called a 190C starter in development. So that's going to support the 100C and the 100E contactor. But the crossboard also has sort of base units that can be applied to any device. Um, so these have um, SCCR ratings you know, with in inverse time circuit breakers. So you could apply pretty much any, any device you want because there's, you know, leads coming out of it that can land on your specific device, whether that be circuit breaker, fuse block, or, you know, contactor or something. So Nick, the 190C you're mentioning, is, is that factory assembled? That's going to be factory assembled. Yep. Yeah. Right, right, right now, if you go oh, out to... so we're going to offer factory assembled versions on the crossboard. Exactly. Very similar to what we do with the 141A. Um, you can buy one catalog string. It'll pick out the breaker for you. It'll pick out the connection module. It'll pick out the contactor. And then you also get the chance to specify, hey, I want this many auxiliaries on the contactor and the circuit breaker. And I want that knob to be black instead of blue. Um, you'll be able to make all those decisions. And then in one catalog string, an assembled starter is going to show up at your door and you'll be able to plug and play it right onto your bus system. Cool. So it sounds like it supports um, two component starters, probably three component starters. Can it do um, soft starts or variable frequency drives? So you, you could mount a 140MT to, to feed, you know, a breaker or a drive. There are blank adapters on the crossboard where you could mount a drive, but I think more often you'll see the drive panel mounted and then your power feeder will be on the crossboard mm -hmm. going to that drive. Can I do one of my favorite products, uh, three components starter with an E300 with the uh, contactor coil module to get rid of that coil wiring? Oh, heck yeah. I'm glad you asked. That's also in scope for the 190C. No more control wiring and no power wiring with that thing, Bill. Excellent. Just land Ethernet and power. Yeah, and then you get all the added uh, insights and diagnostics and feedback from that E300 over Ethernet too. Yeah, so using your um, um, experiences, uh, kind of laying out these these panels. I mean, why, why would a panel designer really want a, a neatly wired panel? Seems like it'd just be easy. Just, ah, it's just some wires. I'll just throw it in there. Well, a, a very good reason is often when we're designing panels, the, the customers or maybe our own floor space is going to demand that we use a smaller control cabinet. <laughs> so this really helps for that scenario. And then 
absolutely it's going to make it easier to maintain and troubleshoot long term. I guess there's no no wires mysteriously popping out because it doesn't sound like there's a whole lot of wires. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it probably helps when you ship too, right? If you ship a panel, one of the big things I know is like, you know, then if one single wire comes loose at commission, you would have to figure out exactly which wire it was. If it's mounted on like crossboard, there's not as many to pop out during transit. Yeah. And my fellow controls engineers know that we would much rather spend time in the office than on the plant floor uh, troubleshooting. So doing a little work ahead on getting it nice and clean and easy is absolutely welcomed. You don't like plant managers overlooking your shoulder as you're trying to troubleshoot something? <laughs> yeah, that's not great. <laughs> I thought it was more like you don't want all the, the PPE and the ear protection and everything's loud and hot or cold, as the case may be. <laughs> cool. So you can save panel space, easier to troubleshoot, and... Uh... Yeah, just uh, just easier to to design out and, and put in. Cool. So on the topic of design, do we have any good digital tools available to help improve panel wiring? Yes, absolutely. So my favorite tool, ProposalWorks, is going to do a lot of the heavy lifting in identifying accessories for your starters. So it'll list the correct bus bar, the correct connection module to go from the circuit breaker to the contactor. Um, it'll even give you the right auxiliary for the specific contractor that you pick out. So that can be a great resource. And we offer bill of materials for our factory assembled starters. So in the case that you don't want to have us build it, you can just pick up the bill of materials outside of ProposalWorks. And then a nice tool that we recently invested in to help kind of select the supporting components for bus bar systems is called MCS Star. This can launch right out of ProposalWorks. Inside there, there's a tool section and you'll find an icon for MCS Star. So we recently refreshed this tool for the crossboard system. Um, it's very visual. We've got real pictures of every device. So it's drag and drop. You just grab your baseboard and you can start pulling and dragging devices onto it from the tree. The very cool feature of this is it's going to simplify your design process immensely. It's going to demystify your SCCR rating. So all of our starters on there are tested combinations. It'll tell you right on that graphic what's the rating of the each device so you can sort of identify the weakest link there. It's going to maintain the bill of materials for you. So that'll pull right back into ProposalWorks. It'll keep track of the full load amperage ratings on the crossboard system. So you no longer have to keep an FLA spreadsheet somewhere else. It'll be right inside of that tool. And then finally, for our uh, AutoCAD users, it's going to export a 2D DXF file of the crossboard system with your devices mounted on it. And in a matter of five minutes, you can have all those outputs and your bill of materials pretty much done with an SCCR rating. So that's a pretty cool feature of the, the tool. Is it on just the the desktop version or is it on the online version too? So currently it's uh, just on that desktop version. Okay. So make sure you update, run, whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah, run, that pops run, up yeah, every time and you go, no, leave me alone. <laughs> Say, yes, I want to get the crossboard updates to MCS Star. Oh, it's worth it, Kate. Let me tell okay. you. <laughs> I will do it next time. <laughs> I don't know, Nick. This sounds way too easy. I don't believe you. You're going to have to try it for yourself, Bill. 
five minutes is all it takes. I promise. All right. I'll, maybe I can update my little brewing system with a cross board. I'll try that out. Oh, yes. Yeah. Stop by. I got one right here for you. <laughs> oh, sweet. <laughs> Oh, that sounds great, Nick. You know, for our, our listeners that want to learn more about bus bars, the crossboard system, or other wire elimination solutions, even like the uh, contact or coil module for the E300, how do they get more information about these different Allen Bradley solutions? Yeah, absolutely. The, the best way to do it is go find your Allen Bradley local distributor um, at ab.com. We want to talk about design savings. Uh, these distributors are awesome. They've helped me from everything to picking out the right accessory for your contactor to negotiating with your ID department to get access to uh, some server. They really have uh, a lot of experts at these distributors. So again, go to ab.com and you can find find your uh, local distributor. And then of course, on our website, you can find tools like MCS Star. You can find um, tech sheets that explain you know ratings and selection, but the distributor uh, has that expert knowledge and can definitely save you some time uh, in your design phase. So does the proposal works or MCS star cost money? It sounds too powerful to, to be free. Yes, actually right now we're running a sale for free 99. We have a, we have a 50% off sale <laughs> of $0. Yeah. Yes, you can get that for just by going, go to Google, ter- search proposal works and it'll be the top result to download that desktop app for free. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. Is there anything else we missed that our listeners should be aware of about bus bar or crossboard, anything? Did we forget anything, Nick? Wow, we covered a lot, actually. We covered a lot, but just just remember, if, if you don't want to do the, the headache of digging through all the tech guides, our factory assembled starters, one part number, and it'll pick up all the, the accessories that go with that starter. Yeah. And I do remember I worked on those for a little bit too. I remember we we really tried with this version of the catalog strings to make them a little bit more consistent and make a little more sense. Like they're long catalog numbers because obviously if you're you're doing like a three component starter and you have an aux and you have that like if there's a lot of letters, but we really tried this time to make it a little bit easier to configure and reduce the total number of catalogs overall. So hopefully that helps helps someone out there. Yes, you'll you'll be able to see your contactor and circuit breaker in this catalog string, which is great. <laughs> I don't know, Nick, you're making it too easy. That's what I'm here for, Bill. No, we, we appreciate your time today, Nick. Thanks for all the insight. I, I feel like I know a lot more about uh, crossboard and uh, I'm gonna have to try this out. This sounds pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here on a Friday. All right. So for our listeners, um, you know, if you have any other um, topics or other ideas. In fact, if you even have any general component questions, uh, we, we'd love to, to hear from you. Even if you have uh, stumped the host questions for, for us to ask the other host, that'd be, that'd be fun. Please email to uh, either myself at whmartin at rocklautomation.com or, or to Kate at uh, oh, Kate Solcon. That's pretty bad. It's K-S-O-K-O-L-N. There we go at rockwallautomation.com. And if yeah. we read your uh, or do your idea or read your question, we'll, we'll send you some some Rock Talk swag. And uh, Nick, we'll have to get you some some more Rock Talk swag. Nice. Well, thank you, Nick, again. And thank you, everyone, for listening. As always, you can find Rock Talk on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Breaker Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you listen. Please like and leave us your comments. Subscribe and we will see you next time. Thanks, everybody.